Welcome to the Thrive with Omu podcast, where each week I'll chat with an amazing entrepreneur on their growth journey. They'll be sharing this with us to help and encourage us to take that bold step. Hello, it's me, Omu, once again. I'm back here this week and I have the most amazing guest with me today. And his name is Chris. Chris, thank you so much for taking time to get on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Omo. It's such a pleasure. I can't wait to have our unfolding of life together. I know. Same here. Same here. I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm all excited. And I'm sure that my guests are wondering who you are. So tell us, who is Chris? Yeah, a little bit about my background. Um, I'm an author, speaker. Um, I teach mindfulness. I run uh, mindfulness retreats. Um, and really the uh, approach I take is not viewing meditation and, and presence as, uh, as a separate activity that uh, we have to make time for. Then it becomes more of a chore, but actually something we can use the world around us as tools to, to deepen ourselves and get to know who we really are and find our true purpose. I like that. You know, that's something that I discovered a few years ago. And um, even in my practice, I always tell people that everything starts with a journey of self-discovery, having that conversation with yourself. And for the longest time, I'm a Christian, so I'm always very careful and um, skeptical about things that I'm not very clear about. So I worried a little about mindfulness, you know, <laughs> until... I said to myself one day, okay, if you're going to not do it, at least know what it is and then be informed and have the um, right reasons. And so I decided to delve deeper and I found out that there was just mindfulness about sitting still and being calm and having that conversation with yourself and actually hearing yourself, which is something we don't do um, often lately with all the noise around us. So I'm I'm amazed that um, you talked about it. Is that also what you write about? Yes, um, it's it's all about using the little things in our environment, little and big things, I guess, to to self reflect on because we see the world based on our internal makeup of you know things that trigger us. It's that points to something inside of us that's unhealed, that's from some past experience, that's unresolved, and so there's stuck energy in us, and so. That's why we feel triggered. And seeing that as a teacher and as a tool, as opposed to the world doing something to us, uh, that helps us shift from the, the victim mindset to these are things are happening because of us and ultimately for us, because life wants us to, to be healed and wants us to be whole. And so um, really taking control of one's happiness and it's within everyone's reach and, and just uh, noticing that the whole uh, environment is designed to want us to come out of our limiting beliefs, out of our comfort zones and, and become a fuller, wholer person. I absolutely agree with you. But, you know, um, talking about um, coming out of our comfort zone and, you know, um, there was a word you used, I'm trying to, it's, it's left me, but basically when we're dealing with, when we're acting based on experiences we've had in the past. Um, I know this is something that has always happened, 
Our parents went through it. We go through it. Our children go through it. I'm just wondering, out of curiosity, lately it seems like it's um, it plays a very strong role. I know it plays a strong role on who everyone is, but it seems to really affect people, nations, everything um, now more than ever before. Or is it that we're just more aware of its existence? Yeah. And like you say, awareness is actually key. So with growing awareness, we become aware that a lot of the stuff, probably most of it, is inherited. It's not our own experiences, but things that we have been conditioned with um, from our family lineage, from our generation, our gender, our society. Uh, and there's so many uh, influences on us. And we, in formative years, we just absorb it all. And, and then we think it's our own, but it really isn't. But it is our responsibility to release ourselves from it. And as we heal ourselves, we ultimately heal it for everyone else because we no longer pass it along to others. And that's ultimately. Um, a great sign that there's more awareness around it because it all comes down to awareness. That's really what mindfulness is, is if we can be aware of our thoughts, then we're not our thoughts. If we can be aware of our feelings, then we're not our feelings. So if we're not our thoughts and feelings, then, you know, what are we? Well, we are that awareness. It's a much bigger essence than, than just uh, these things that are happening around us. So really sinking into that and, and leaning into your true awareness is is what it's all about and why did you why did you choose this path well i didn't choose it <laughs> and, and that's kind of how life okay. works is... <laughs> the things okay. that you know yourself here <laughs> yes yes exactly um so i found myself just basically going through the um the, the typical structures of life and doing the things that, you know, are said to lead to happiness and ultimately even designing a life that had a lot of space for passions and time off and, and, and work-life balance. And on paper, it looked great and still something was missing. And it just it dawned on me one day that I need to take some time away and I retreated and reflected and I think that's the main difference. Most people reach that stage where they feel like something's been missing. And, you know, as a result of just uh, the rat race, always living for outcomes, always um, just feeling like there's not enough time to get it all done. And and all of this wears us down. And there comes a point when you say this, this isn't working and there has to be a better way to live life. And um, I think I, I I was fortunate enough to have the situation where I, I created space for myself to reflect on that, as opposed to just numbing out and going back to work the next day. And that's just really that set, you know, everything in motion of, of journaling and, and um, getting into meditation and going on uh, uh, mindfulness retreats and and learning about you know everything, looking at life from from different perspectives than the one that I had been looking at, and that just uh, opened me up more and more and more. And that then became through my own journey uh, a message, a voice uh, that started to emerge that was not just my own, but that was meant to be shared. And so here I am today. Let's talk about journaling. Um... I only started journaling a few years ago. I'd heard about it. I'd actually even thought it, but 
I just didn't understand how writing, I just found it tedious, you know, writing and writing my thoughts. And then I was also worried about somebody picking it up one day and reading. Um, but as I grew to become my authentic self, I also felt a need to practice whatever I preach. And since I was recommending it to my clients, I wanted to experience it firsthand. So I started with a gratitude journal because I I could tell what just expressing gratitude to myself without necessarily writing it did. So I decided to take it a step further to journaling. Um, But then quite a number of people still don't see the connection or don't see the importance of journaling on this um, journey. What do you have to say about that? Yeah. So writing is so powerful because it crystallizes thoughts. Thoughts left to themselves kind of jump around from one thing to the next, like a monkey mind. Um, we've heard that concept. And it doesn't stay stand still on one thing for very long. If we try to get into meditation at first, uh, we notice how um, unruly that monkey mind really is. It can't stay focused on a simple something as simple as your breath for more than a few seconds. So how can it uh, really, you know, focus on life uh, important decisions? And, um, and so by writing it out, it just forces these thoughts that are kind of uh, flippant and all over the place to, to really focus them down and, and think about every word that you're, you're writing down. And speaking is the same thing. If you have a, a close friend who's a great listener, who you can share um, your thoughts with, right? That feels great. It feels healing. It feels like you're releasing things. You're re- releasing that, that noise, that, that um, uh, erratic energy. And so writing is so powerful. And even if we just write, um, you know, two minutes a day, it has a big impact on, uh, calming the mind and releasing the energy that's kind of jumping around in our heads. So it's highly recommended. Um, you don't have to know what you're going to write down. In fact, that you shouldn't know. I mean, there might be some things on your mind, but if they're not, still sit down and start writing because most of our noise is in the subconscious. And and once you start writing things, the creative flow and, and what needs to be released starts to show itself. So uh, it's always worth just writing a few minutes, even just a few sentences and see what happens. And and whatever comes out, it is what it is. There's there's no purpose to it other than the doing of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And feel lighter. Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, it, it just is, it works. So um, give it a try like you did and uh, and you'll see for yourself. Awesome. Awesome. Who do you typically work with? Well, most people that come to me in in terms of um, mindfulness guidance and come to my retreats are people who have kind of reached a point where like they feel like they need a change. There's a new chapter uh, that's, uh, you know, on the horizon. The way they have been living just doesn't seem to fulfill um, and there must be a better way to life. And, and so then one way or another, they find me and then, and then we work on releasing old patterns, releasing stuck feelings that keep us lodged in the past, that keep us kind of repeating 
uh, ourselves and then how to then turn the corner from there and really live a full life and a, and a uh, an expansive uh, version of yourself that uh, wants to come out that is always there that naturally is wants to lift us up our, our natural vibration frequency is high it's just we're keeping it down with a lot of overthinking a lot of uh, worry and, and putting our attention to kind of negative thoughts and a lot of judging and labeling all that keeps our our energy down but once we come out of that judging mindset then it naturally lifts us up and there the sky's the limit so yeah the sky is yeah the sky is and these are both men and women right well, uh, mostly women. Um, I think women are more in tune with their bodies naturally. Um, they're able to, uh, you know, talk things out. They have friends and social structures that are more conducive to um, just a, a more of a flow, <laughs> for lack of better words. Yeah. Uh, I think they're more vulnerable. Yes, yeah, you could say that. Um, but you know, the time comes for everyone. It it doesn't matter um what gender you yeah. are. And, and it, it the time will come when um you know life pu- pushes us, challenges us to grow. And if we resist, then um you know we're we're pushing ourselves down, our own spirit, and uh, things will happen to wake us up. Um, because nurturing the external can only go so far. It can lead to temporary mm-hmm. pleasure, temporary enjoyment, temporary successes, temporary positivity, but the nature of life is change. So it'll never stay. The only permanent place is within. And so it's all about the inner journey at that point. So, I mean, tell me about the retreats. I'm interested. That It sounds really interesting. Yeah. So I designed my retreats in the way that I wish I had had retreats when I was going to, to many. Um, I know too many many times it's all about one thing right it's all about yoga it's all about meditation and or all about excursions and and I really wanted something that combines the being with the doing so we have uh, mornings are spent in noble silence and we do breath work and uh, conscious movement and yoga and meditation um, all organic um, uh, private chef uh, breakfasts and, and meals yeah that's what i like <laughs> yes exactly and incredible natural surroundings just to be nestled in nature is, is super mm-hmm. powerful and healing mm-hmm. just by itself right and uh and to be in in a nurturing supportive environment for all that and then we go into the day of activities which is based on where the retreats are held i do them internationally but many in in bali indonesia so th- that's where the uh, you have water purification ceremonies, you have volcano hikes, you have beach days, and um, you have Bonnie's cooking classes and ecstatic dance nights, and, and so we fill our t- uh, our activity section of the day with bringing the the mindfulness, the the presence that we nurture in ourselves in the mornings. We bring that into the day, and uh, so that we're doing everything consciously: conscious eating, conscious walking talking and, and engaging, deeply engaging with life. And then in the evening, we have fireside chats and we have spa treatments and another closing um, meditation for the day. And it's just living life to the fullest. And we do that for a week and you really come out as a, as a changed person. And I know you have um, a retreat center in, in Bali, right? Yes, it's located. So is that where you... Is that where you host the retreats or you alternate between yours and other 
each um, center. Yeah, I alternate between different centers, different locations to make um, a lot of people come multiple times. So they want to come to different locations and different destinations. We just did Greece, um, have different things to offer where you can go olive oil tasting and and experience different aspects of, of different cultures. So that's all nice. part of the experience. Nice. Yeah. So when is the next one? The next one is October 28th uh, of this year, 2023. Yeah, it's in Bali, uh, near Ubud. It's the cultural and spiritual center of the island. And I'm uh, really looking forward to it. That will be the last one for this year. It's It's been a, it's a good run of retreats. And uh, then we'll take a break and, and gear up for next year. Awesome. Before we go, we haven't spoken about your books. Mm. So Be You, The Journey of Self-Realization. It's available on Amazon and uh, also on Audible. The Journey mm-hmm. of Self. Yes. And the point is that it's really a shift from a lot of you know ancient texts talk about the journey of self-real- uh, to self-realization. And for me, I think it's more of a, you know, of realization. The journey is happening every single day, every moment of every single day is a reflection of who we are at that moment in time there's something to be learned to move us forward and it's less about getting to some goal some outcome but more about really experiencing the present moment fully then we drown out all the the past and future there's no space for anxiety or fear to really arise when we're really really engaged with what we're doing and even if what we're doing is a chore being fully engaged There's life flowing through us at that moment. And we're part of the greater current. So it's less about what we do. It's uh, more about how we're doing it. And if we're doing it with presence, everything can be amazing. So awesome. Awesome. So I'm sure that you would um, keep us posted on future retreats. And um, if anyone needs to get in touch with you, I would put your website or contact details in the notes and um, we'll hit you up but certainly i'm doing bali soon very yes. soon yes please come you're invited yes <laughs> um, i've had an amazing time talking to you chris thank you so much for taking out time thank you Omo. it's been such a great pleasure thank you keep shining your light thank you and um you guys you heard it from chris Bali is the next venue. Who's coming with me? Um, just get in touch and we'll work it out. I'm out. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thrive with Omu podcast. This is your host, Omu Obilo. Omu Obilo.